Hi, this is Dan Smith, and this is God Talks for OC Grace Online University. Hi again, this is Pastor Dan Smith. I'm the pastor at Garden Grove down in Orange County. And if you've been following these, you know we're doing God Talk, which is 10-minute uh, talks, taking one talk topic at a time about the character of God. So last time we talked about suffering. <laughs> Today we'll talk about the fire at the end of the world. Everyone wrestles with that. We're not going to solve it all in 10 minutes, but maybe we can talk about it a little bit. The most popular view, of course, is that God finally gets even. <laughs> He's been letting things go for thousands of years. He's been forgiving and trying to get people to stop and come back and repent. But now, at the end of the world, it is time for justice. Satan and all the demons and all the wicked are finally going to have to pay the price. They thought they could reject God and get away with it. But now they're going to find out that God was right. If you eat of the tree, you shall surely die. And after God has everybody safe inside his heaven, he sends fire down from heaven and he punishes them for all that they have done. Some believe he burns them every day forever. He has to do a miracle to keep them alive so he can torture them some more to get even for all that they have done. Or you can believe that he does it quickly, but it's still God burning his own children. They say that there has to be justice. That people like Hitler and Saddam Hussein and Bin Laden and people who kidnapped 300 Nigerian girls just cannot get away with it. They cannot die easy or just die in their sleep. They have to die a horrible death. They cannot just get away with it. So whatever view you have of hell, whether it's long or short, either way it means a God of love coming down and killing his own children. I saw a few minutes of a horrible movie one time, one I wish I had never seen. A gang was trying to kill a girl the day she was getting married. But she survives and she gets well and gets the best sword in the world and goes around killing everybody who did that to her. And by the end of this movie that I just saw a little bit at home or on an airplane somewhere, I was horrified. Dead bodies everywhere. It's horrible. I couldn't get it out of my mind. And why did I watch that? Is that what God does at the end of the world? He's been forgiving people for thousands of years, but finally he just can't take it anymore. So he just destroys all of these people who have defied him and broken his rules and ignored him and wouldn't go to church and finally God gets even and everybody has to suffer. And at the end, there were just dead bodies everywhere. But there's another view. This one obviously starts with the love of God. There's no way a God of love could do that to his own children. No parent down here would do that. How can we say God does? And fire is the worst way to die. On 9-11, when the planes crashed into the Twin Towers, people decided they would rather smash a window and jump a hundred floors than be in that fire. It's the worst way to die, to be trapped on a plane or a building that is on fire. John 10-10, thieves come in and steal and destroy and take life. I came to give you life. Jesus died a second death in our place. There are only two deaths. It can't be the first death. We all die that. The Bible calls that sleep. So it has to be the second death. So we can look at the cross and we can see how the wicked are going to die. Did God kill Jesus? He says in Matthew 27, 46, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God doesn't kill people. Ultimately, second death. He lets them go. 
He told them, I'm the only source of life in the whole universe. If you leave me, you will surely die. And Jesus takes all of our sin, those sins that block his connection to God, and he dies. But it's not from God. It's our sin. It's sin that kills. Jesus said, an enemy has done this. It's not God. People die because they are separated from God. But hear this. The wicked are not just going to die in their sleep. People get angry at this view and they think that the wicked are going to get away with it. That God is too soft that people will sin and get away with it. No, they are not going to die easy. It's going to be as bad as the cross. Jesus died in our place, that death, the second death. For the wicked, there is no difference. The only difference is one group thinks it's punishment from God. And we think it is a natural consequences of their own choices. Either way, they're going to suffer. It's going to be horrible. No one's going to get away with it. Why do people want to fight so hard to put it all on God? Jesus comes in a boat and he encounters two men there filled with demons. It says in Matthew 8, 28 and 29, Have you come here to torment us? Same Greek word as it is in Revelation chapter 14, where it talks about the smoke of the torment that goes up day and night forever. But here there's no fire. It's a metaphor. When you are totally evil, in the presence of incredible love, it hurts and feels like fire. It's why the wicked call for the rocks on the mountains to fall them at the end of the world. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out what will the wicked see when they see the face of Christ on the clouds when he comes back. Would they see justice and judgment and God's wrath, that God is finally going to get even and have his vengeance? Would they see two faces or will they see one? I thought about Peter. If anyone deserved justice, that has to be Peter who denied Christ. Then he looks up. He said he wouldn't do it, but he did it. And he looks up and he sees Jesus looking at him. And in the book Desire of Ages, it reads in page 713, in that general gentle countenance. He read deep pity and sorrow, but there was no anger there. That look of compassion and forgiveness pierced his heart like an arrow. He rushed heartbroken, heartbroken from the hall. It was torture to his bleeding heart. He fell on his face and he wished to die. Jesus wasn't killing him. That's how you feel when you look at the face of Jesus and love and forgiveness. Even when Peter denied Christ, nothing changed in the face of Christ. There was only love and forgiveness. That's all the wicked will see in the face of Jesus. In the Red Sea, they were crossing over to their promised land, just like us. Ten plagues back then, seven last plagues at the end of the world. God opened up the Red Sea so the Israelites could cross over, and God tells Moses to let it go. The waters go back, and the Egyptians are killed in the wrong place. And Miriam and the women get the, out the tambourines and begin to sing. The Lord has hurled the horse and rider into the sea. Exodus 15.1. Where's the hurling? Everybody understands it's a metaphor. God's not hurling Egyptians and the chariots into the sea. It's metaphor. It's the same in Revelation. It says God's casting people into the lake of fire. Does anybody literally think the Father and Jesus and the Holy Spirit stand by a lake of fire and pick people up and throw them in the fire? No. At the Red Sea, God let a miracle go. It gave them life, and people died. And at the end, God will let people go. After spending thousands of years to get people to trust him using only love, will he now throw his children into the lake of fire? Don't think that's the good news.
When Jesus was born, the angel said, Today a Savior is born to you. That's all he ever is, a Savior, period. He never changes. You remember the old story about the battle in America 150 years ago when the North fought against the South and 50,000 were killed or wounded in the Civil War at Gettysburg. And an old man came looking for a son with a lantern, calling his name. He found his son, and he put him over his shoulder and took him home. That's who God is. That's all he is. You are free to believe that God burns people if you wish. If you want to believe that God burns people in hell every day, okay. But you don't have to. There's another belief. This is God talk. And we take 10 minutes every day to talk about what God is like. Come back next time. God bless you.